My dear brothers and sisters in Iman, Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the fulfillment of the journey of man. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created man spiritually, as reported by our beloved Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam, all the spirits of men were brought together over the plain of Arafah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala questioned every single human being. Every one of us was a witness at that moment. Alastu bi rabbikum, anti your Lord. And then we all answer, Bala. Of course, from that moment until our life finishes its existence in this world, then we have a link from the initiator, the creator, the beginner, the Lord of the heaven and the earth, the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that journey is fulfilled for each one of us when the call for Hajj is completed. And you are standing on the plain of Arafah reading Labayk Allahumma Labayk. Labayk la sharika laka Labayk. Inna alhamda wa ni'mata laka wal mulk. La sharika laka. Here I am, my Lord. Here I am. I witness there is none worthy to be worshipped but you. And I'm grateful. And my gratitude fully is for you. Lucky are those people who stood yesterday on the plain of Arafah repeating such a word. Lucky are those people whom they managed to fulfill the rites of Hajj, to glorify the places where such prophets as Sayyidina Ismail and Sayyidina Ibrahim السلام, walked. Such places as the most beloved people of Allah had stood crying and calling upon Allah to forgive them and to unite them and to retain them to himself as he created them. Unlucky are those people whom when they said Labbaik, here I am my Lord, Allah replied, La Labbaika wa la Sa'daik. I am not happy to receive you and you will have no happiness with me. It is reported that one of the great grandchildren of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ali Zun al-Abidin, Ibn al-Husayn radiallahu ta'ala anhu, when he used to walk towards the Kaaba, towards the black stone to begin his tawaf, when he began to say Labbaik, he will fall and collapse. And then they have to revive him because he's already out of it. And when he comes back, they say to him, why couldn't you repeat those words and say them? Oh, you grandson of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He will say to them, I am fearing once I say labbaik, I will hear a call from the heaven saying to me, la labbaik wa la sa'daik. This is the real meaning of people who are adhering to the call of Allah. This is the real meaning of the people who believe in Allah. This is the real meaning of the people who know what Allah wants from us. Allah wants nothing from us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is rich, the richest of all. Inna Allah ghaniyun anil alameen. Allah is content and he does not need any of the creation. But all the creation depends upon him. Yesterday, the only thing that can benefit you and bring you before Allah as someone who is linked to him is when you say, La ilaha illallah. وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من قال لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك له الحمد وهو على كل شيء قدير في يومه مئة مرة لم يكن هنالك أفضل منه إلا من ذاد عليها إن ذا حديث وش الصحيح whosoever in any day repeat لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وهو على كل شيء قدير a hundred times in his day nobody is better than him only the one who increased it more than him and therefore yesterday there are men and women standing on the plain of Arafah, not worried about how content they are by the physical means of living in Arafah. 
or by the situation they are going to have in Muzdalifah or Mina. Not whether their tents are air-conditioned or not, whether their food is biryani or couscous, it doesn't make any difference to them. There are people yesterday who are fighting for food, for comfort, for whatever they were coming for, for the dunya. But there are others who were there only for Allah, standing on rocks that they are not frightened whether they fall or not, calling upon Allah, La ilaha illallah. We are here, our Lord witnessing, there is none worthy to be worshipped but you. And therefore, my brothers and sisters in Iman, the journey of Hajj for us, who were not lucky enough to be there, is a wonderful journey. A journey began by a dream. Ibrahim السلام, dreamed that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called upon him to slaughter his son. Imagine in this day and age, if any man, whether religious or not, come out and say publicly that I have dreamt to slaughter my son, definitely the police will have a case with you. And definitely your children will be rushing to call the line for children that will support them and help them against you. Because we are not living at a time of understanding what spiritual or spirituality means. Spirituality means that when we go to bed and we have a proper dream that we see in it, the righteous and the good, we are in the real world. And therefore Sayyidina Ibrahim السلام, was doubting initially. But Allah has fulfilled for him to allow him to see his enemy Ibrahim السلام, whom Allah has made him enemy for all of us. And he is the only enemy that we should take. Indeed, Shaitan was an enemy for you initially when your father Adam was created, hence you must take him as an enemy. If somebody asks you who is your enemy, your enemy is Shaitan. Who is your friend? Your friend is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah indeed is the friend of those people who believe in him and trust in him and depend upon him and definitely fear nobody but him subhanahu wa ta'ala. And therefore, Ibrahim was given the assurance that it is the message of Allah. And then when Iblis came to Hajir, Allah assured her this is indeed from Allah. When he came to Ismail, the answer was clear in the Quran. Oh my son, I have seen in the dream that I will slaughter you. No quabbling, no argument, no fighting, no saying like our children today, you don't understand that. You don't understand, ma'am. Subhanallah. If your mother and father cannot understand, what are they doing? They are bringing you to this world. Ibrahim السلام, had a son who is righteous. Allah said in the Quran, he asked and prayed for a righteous son. Do we pray for asking for righteous children when we get married? Or we are just rushing to have the honeymoon and to have that little pleasure of time with our partners and then the argument and the fight start. And then everything that is evil takes place and the children has no example or examples. Indeed, in the messenger of Allah, you have the best example to the one who is really wanting Allah and wanting the day of judgment, wanting al-yawm al-akhir. And therefore, my brothers and sisters in Iman, Sayyidina Ibrahim السلام, took his son to the place whereby he was supposed to be slaughtered. The story goes, Hajir السلام, was peeping from behind her window or door to see what is happening. She did not interfere. Imagine what our wives and mothers will do today. They will be holding your rope or your soap and asking you, please don't do that to him. Imagine what your children will do. Imagine what your neighbor will say. Imagine what all people will say. Everybody will tell you, what are the people going to say? But Sayyidina Ibrahim walked carrying in his hand that instrument of slaughtering, okay, or giving a sacrifice to Allah through his son Ismail السلام. And subhanAllah, while he is walking, Ismail asked to be retrieved to go back to the house and come back. He went only to bring her robe and come back. When he took him to the place and says, I'm going to slaughter you, my son, he said, yes, dad. 
you could do that. But I brought this rope that you can tie me so that you will not quiver or shake or fear anything and you will be obedient to Allah fulfilling what Allah has commanded you. What a son. What a righteous son Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to him. And when he said, Bismillahi Allahu Akbar, Bismillahi Allahu Akbar, and the third time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called upon him. And we called him, O oh Ibrahim, indeed you have fulfilled the dream. Indeed you have fulfilled the dream. Therefore, my brothers and sisters in Iman, this ritual of Hajj is built upon a dream. A dream Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was testing Ibrahim in to see whether he loved his child more, his family more, his people more, or himself subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah said in the Quran, say to them, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, if your partners in marriage, if your children, if your parents, if the wealth that you have accumulated in this world and whatever you own is more beloved to you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger and his deen, then forget about it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not need all of that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just needs one thing from you, that your heart you should, you should make for him, your heart you should clean for him. Only who will come to Allah with a clean, pure heart. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will draw them closer. And Allah will forgive them. And Allah will fulfill them. And Allah will raise them to the highest, loftiest place in paradise. May Allah make me and make you among those people who Allah will give them the position. And therefore, there are lessons to be learned by us. When we come here and pray our Eid prayer, the first thing it witness Allah is one. The first thing is to witness there is no partner to Allah. And the first thing is to realize the admission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we say la ilaha illallah. The only way we can show it is by showing unity amongst ourselves. Allah said in the Quran, Indeed the believers have nothing else to link them but being brothers. Brothers in what? Yes, we can be brothers in humanity. Bani Adam or Khuwat al-Bani Adam or Khuwat al-Insaniya. Okay? Number two, we can be brothers in faith generally. Anybody who believes in God is your brother. Number three, we can be brothers in Islam or Iman. But the real brotherhood, my brothers and sisters in Iman, the real brotherhood, when you stand together asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala anything to fulfill for you, remember, from Allah you have come unto him, you return through Adam alayhi salam, and therefore every individual human being is standing in this world at this moment. Whether they are in the right path or the wrong path, whether they are doing good or doing evil, it is your duty to do your best to make sure that they stand shoulder to shoulder to you. For none of them is your enemy. None of them you should stand against. None of them you should do anything to make their life difficult. Remember, at the end of the day, Adam Every son of Adam is a sinner. And the best of those who sin are those who turn to Allah in repentance. This is a day of repentance. This is a day of turning to Allah. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cannot forgive you unless you are able to forgive others. Wouldn't you like Allah to forgive you? Of course, I will be the first to put my hand up. Oh Allah, please forgive me. We have seen in Ramadan, everybody is crying every day in Taraweeh. In the night of 27, every country in the world, especially in Mecca and Medina, people are crying, raising their hand high. Even those who don't raise their hand usually, they are raising them. Shaking them, asking Allah to forgive them. What a wonderful sight. And then also in the day of Arafah. Yesterday, everybody, they are away, they are praying, they are crying, they are asking for forgiveness. I ask myself, if your brother, if your sister, if your father, uncle or auntie, friend or neighbor, colleague, any human being, whom you have wronged or he wronged you or she wronged you, come to you and say, please brother, forgive me. How could you stand before Allah and say, forgive me, O oh Allah, when you are saying to your human brother, human sister, no, I'm not able to forgive you. Think about it for a minute. 
If you cannot forgive, you will not be forgiven. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, al-ghafoor, al-ghaffar, the forgiving, the most forgiving subhanahu wa ta'ala. None will receive from Allah forgiveness until your heart is able to remove all grudges. I remember in the hadith, in Laylatul Bara'a, the night of Mid Sha'ban, Allah will forgive everyone who is seeking to be forgiven, except for three. The one who is aqt to his parents, the one who is not good with his parents, and the one who is drunken, the one who is usually drinking alcohol in abundance and knowing it is wrong. And number three, the one who have grudges or hatred in his heart and take human beings as his enemy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called that person al-mushahin. The one who is carried, filled with anger and rage. The one who is always seeing others are wrong and he's right. The one who is always seeing himself as upright and everybody else is wrong. My brothers and sisters, no teacher is better than Rasulullah. No muallim ever walked on this earth better than him. He said, Inna ma Indeed, I was only sent as a teacher. What a wonderful teacher. He taught the example of the human being who will walk on this earth with humility. Allah said in the Quran about his human being whom he loves and respects and draw closer. Those who will walk on the earth with humility. When the ignorant speak to them, abusing them, swearing at them, pushing them, shoving them, wanting to quarrel with them, they do not have time for that. They will never entertain them. But they will ask Allah to forgive them. And they will ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive themselves, and they will ask Allah to make better between them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Aslihu bayna akhawaykum. Make sulh, make peace between your brothers. Indeed, in making between people, that is a better way. So in this day of Eid, I ask everyone sitting before me, whether you hear me or you are going to tell those who are not hearing me, that today Eid will never be Eid without forgiveness to one another. Why do we embrace one another? Why do we shake hands? Why do we kiss the cheek or touch the noses or kiss the forehead or kiss the hand? This has no meaning without Rasulullah sallallahu He said in the hadith alayhi abdul salatu wa sallam, qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, tasafahu, ta'anaqu, fa innahu mudhibun ankumul ghil. Do shake hands, do embrace one another, for indeed it is the only way you can remove all ills from the heart. All ills. Your heart will be then pure for Allah. Let no one occupy your heart but Allah. Let no one occupy your time for remembering Allah but Him. For indeed those who remember Allah, Allah will remember them. Allah said in the Quran, Adhkuruni, Adhkurukum, Washkuruli, Wala Takfurun. Do remember me, I will then remember you. And do be grateful to me. And never deny my favors. Indeed, if you try to count the favors of Allah towards you, you will never be able to count them. Don't think just because yesterday you fasted and today you are praying, you read prayer, this is only the favors you are receiving. From the day you are born, from the first breath you are breathing, even now sitting before me you are breathing. That breath going in or coming out is from Allah. If Allah wills it, in a minute you could die. Just just your heart will stop. It is in the hand of Allah. One of my best friends, one of my good friends, may Allah give him shifa, Abdullah, who is here in this mosque, who is always running this library and the bookshop before, one of the best good men. But three days, I heard only yesterday, he had a heart attack and he's in hospital. Please pray for him, may Allah give him shifa. It can happen to anybody. It can happen to anybody. Don't think I'm strong. I pay all my insurances. I have medical, the best. You have poopa. So what poopa? You have everything. It does not going to help you. When Allah wants to take your life, when the angel of death is looking for you, you will never have a place to escape to. Just like the man who was sitting before Sayyidina Sulaiman and the man who was the stranger staring at the door, looking at him all the time. 
And he said to Sulaiman he's not standing in the place where the human are. He's not even sitting with them. He's standing in the door and gazing and looking at me. He's indeed staring at me. What is he staring for? He said, he's staring at you. Yes, you are right. Why he's staring at you? He said, he's coming to take your life. And who is he? He said, the angel of death. Oh, Sulaiman, could you please make a prayer and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remove me from this land and take me to the furthest land? It is said in the story that Sulaiman prayed for him. He closed his eyes. He found himself in India. The moment he opened his eyes, the angel of death in front of him laughing. He said, you are not supposed to be laughing. Why are you laughing? He said, I'm laughing because in heaven, I saw your name. You're going to die far away from Sulaiman, but yet you were sitting next to him. This is the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When death comes, there is no escape. كل نفس ذائقة الموت Every soul shall test death. كل نفس ذائقة الموت It can come at any time. Let us look at our account with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us account for ourselves before we are accounted for. حاسبوا أنفسكم قبل أن تحاسبوا. حاسبوا أنفسكم قبل أن تحاسبوا. وذنوها قبل أن تذنوا. Weigh your deeds before they are wait for you. And judge yourself before you are dead before Allah. Look at your relationship with Allah first. Look at your relationship with Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and how you are following him or straying away from his past. Look at your relationship with your elders, those who are teaching you and looking up to you. Look at your relationship with your father, with your mother, with your elders within your family, your next of kin, those who are responsible for you in the community like your bosses at work. And I know in this day and age, nobody cares for a boss. In fact, we are easily Encouraged by shaitan to cheat and lie about not coming to air by being sick while we are receiving our guests in Heathrow or delivering them to Heathrow. Subhanallah. And we say we are followers of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Where are we from his way when he says sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, man qasha laysa minna, whosoever cheated, not one of us. Where is he the one who here Rasulullah said, man qashana nahnu ma'ashara al-muslimin laysa minna, whoever cheats us, we the Muslim, is not one of us. Because some people say, he the Muslim, I'm not going to cheat him. But he's a kafir, so what? Therefore, the hadith is narrated in two versions. Anybody you cheat among the human beings, even the animals. Subhanallah. One of the people who was collecting hadith was reported to have traveled to an area to collect a rare hadith. When he came, he found the man not in his house. When he arrived okay, at the place where he was outside looking after his goat, he saw him carrying a sieve. On it, there are pebbles or little stones and shaking it to get the goat come to him. So he said, Assalamu alaikum wa alaikum assalam. He said, are you so and so? He said, yes. When he said, yes, instead of saying, oh, I came all this way to collect a hadith from you, he said, assalamu alaikum, and went. The man put his thief down and ran after him. You found me, what is wrong? He said, no, please tell me. He said, I came all the way to collect a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as-sadiq al-abeen, the truthful and the honest. And I know the person who will report from him will always tell the truth and be honest with whatever they do. I saw you cheating the goats, not putting for them real food. How could I trust you and not going to cheat me and give me the right hadith? Imagine how the caliber of these men used to be. And today we do a lot of things and still claim we are from the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah remove all those evil things from our hearts. May Allah clear, cleanse or clean our minds from the bad thoughts against other people. Today is a day whereby we need to realize a sacrifice is made. We are slaughtering. Why we slaughter? The slaughter, Allah doesn't need the flesh or the blood from it, Allah said in the Quran. The slaughter, Allah wants you to make sure that you share with others. Rasulullah taught, sharing is the best thing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَأَضْعِمُ الْبَائِسَ الْفَقِيرِ From what you slaughter, you must feed the destitute, the needy and the poor. The destitute, the needy and the poor. Let me remind you. Today is Eid. Most of us will go to our home, invited by our parents, our uncles, our good friends. We go and have a fantastic feast. 
around the table are there poor people sitting with us La wallahi. Not even in the Muslim world, only very rarely. When you go to villages and town, they bring everybody, they eat from the same table. They know that there is blessing in the same place where you put your hand, and a poor person is putting their hand. Barakallahu fi ta'amin kathurat fihi al-ayadi. Allah will bless a meal or a food that too many hands are entering into it. But today, we are putting ourselves by a scale. We are better, we are cleaner. And therefore, even the poor, when they are asking us, when we are giving our wives, our children will ask us, did you touch him, dad? Did you touch him? Why? Because maybe he is carrying a germ or he's ill. He's going to kill us, subhanAllah. Where Rasulullah used to be with the poor, with the miskeen, with the person who is needy. المساكين, he used to love them. معهم معهم. He used to sit with them and eat with them. He used to shake their hand. He used to embrace them. He never used to feel better than them. Why could he feel better when he said, Whosoever humble himself before Allah, Allah will raise them. Our religion is a religion of humility. Humanity, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has asked of it only to be very, very noble and honorable in treating others. Adin al-Mu'amala, religion is interaction with others. So watch yourself in such a day. This meal you are going to eat and you are slaughtering, if you are slaughtering, and if you have not thought about it yet, it is a sunnah. Whatever you kill, Allah said in Bahimat al-An'am, whether it is a goat, whether it is a sheep, whether it is a cow, whether it is a bull or a camel, whatever it is. Indeed, in India and Pakistan, I think they are very generous because they call Eid al-Adha Eid al-Bakhara. Eid al-Bakhara, the Eid of slaughtering the cow. Okay? So, but whether it's slaughter a cow or a sheep or a camel, slaughter what you can afford, what you can manage to do. But remember, this slaughter, Allah doesn't need it. Allah said, feed the destitute, the poor and the needy from it. Allah says, eat from it. That means your neighbors, your friends, and your family. And therefore, Rasulullah made a sunnah. When you have aqiqa, the naming of the child, when you are having your walima for wedding, subhanallah, today the walima is only by invitation. And the poor and the destitute and the needy will not be able to smell the food. They're not allowed. If some food is left, they can give it to them. And the third one, Eid al-Adha, today, those three, Occasion, when you slaughter, the meal or the food or the meat must be divided into three. A third, you give to the destitute, needy, and the poor. A third, you must give to your neighbors and friends. And a third, you must share with your family and eat. Rest assured, there are many brothers and sisters. They will go now, collect their sheep, ask the man to cut it for them, a little bit of mince, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and tell their wife, freeze it. A man came to me a few years back and said, MashaAllah, ya Sheikh, may Allah reward you for teaching us all these years. The qurban that I slaughtered last year, the barakah in it, still I'm eating from it. Astaghfirullah al-Azim. Still I'm eating. One year, astaghfirullah. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi al-aliyya al-azim. Aina nahnu wa aina rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Where are we and where is the messenger of mercy? Where are we and where is the messenger of guidance? The one who was sent to be the teacher. The one who was sent to be the guide. The one who was truthful and honest. Today is a day of showing yourself. How truthful you are, how honest you are. Don't show me, don't show people. Allah said, Don't be among those who show off. But when it comes to giving and sharing, they are refusing within their heart. Sometimes you are giving, but your heart is saying, Why are you giving? Because shaitan is promising you are going to be poor. Let us be like the companions of Rasulullah. Let us rush out and share with everyone that we know. Let us give. And I remind you, that today is a day whereby the people of this land have a right over us. Why? Because this is an occasion we can show them Eid. You might say to me, but Sheikh, my neighbors are not Muslims. Yes, Sheikh, my bosses at work or my colleagues are not Muslims. It doesn't matter. Invite them, share with them. This is a way to show them what Islam is all about. I imagine today, subhanAllah, a lot of us, when Christmas comes, 
we go to the parties because, well, my work invites, and if I don't go, it will be trouble for me, Sheikh. Oh, my colleagues are coming, I want to build a business. We all go to Christmas, and they are showing us what Christmas is. In fact, our children know more about Christmas than Eid. And therefore, it's our duty to bring those people in and show them more about this Eid, and Eid al-Fitr, and any occasion we have, Aqiqa, Walima, so that they can understand. We are here not for the dunya, we are here for Allah. We are not here worshipping that money, the dollar, or the sterling, or the yen, or whatever it is, or the euro. We are only wanting La ilaha illallah. Leave this mosque. Be proud of what Allah has put into your heart and trusted you with. Kalimat al-Tawheed, al-Kalimat Tayba, La ilaha illallah. Repeat it. Man qala La ilaha illallah, dakhal al-Jannah. Whosoever La ilaha illallah is mentioned by his tongue, will definitely enter paradise. Don't be judgmental. Don't look at people and judge them according to how long their beard are or how wonderful they rest like me. Some people, when they look at me, they rush to me because they think I am a sheikh. Okay, fine. But in Sudan, where I come from, even a musician singing in a party is dressed like that. Once upon a time, I went to the hotel where I had a function, a lot of people waiting for me, and a man I could see coming down, tall and looking handsome, dressed more beautiful than me, and all the brothers who were waiting for me rushed to him and kissed his hand. And then he disappeared. One day he said, Sheikh, 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 MashaAllah, we just show a wonderful Sheikh. Who is it? He said, just came through the stairs. We should really introduce you. I said, well, I saw the man. He was not a Sheikh, he's a singer from Sudan. He just came to do some parties here. What? But he's dressed in the Sunnah way. I said the Sunnah way is the cultural way of my people. Subhanallah. So please let us not be fooled. In Allah la yanzuru ila suwarikum wa ajsadikum. Inna ma yanzuru ila qulubukum. Indeed Allah does not look at your shapes and figures. He will only look at your action and your deeds. He will only look into your heart. Let your heart be for Allah. Qalbu al-abdi arshu rahman The heart of the servant is the throne of the beneficent. The one who is kind and making you live, giving you this air to breathe. Allah is the richest of the partners. Not let anything be in your heart but Allah. Remember, go and visit your mother. Go and visit your father. Go and visit your uncle. Go and visit your brothers and sisters, your relations, your neighbors. Share what you have. And remember, those whom they have wronged you, even before they come to you, you go to them and say, my brother, I was wrong. Embrace me, I forgive you. And those who wronged you, those who made you feel terrible and angry, and you cannot bear to look at them, go and embrace them. For Allah will indeed forgive me and forgive you. May Allah forgive us. May Allah give us tawfiq. May Allah give us success. I pray for all the Muslims, especially those who are dying and suffering in Syria. And in Yemen, Ya Rabbil Alameen, change their life. And all those who are oppressed in land called Muslim land, may Allah remove their suffering. May Allah remove their anguish. May Allah remove every difficulty they have. And may Allah put mercy in our heart. Rather than looking at them and say, this is because of what they have done, Allah is punishing them. To say, Allah has brought us from that. Here to have that peace and tranquility, so we should share with them and give them. We are living in a land whereby we are not troubled. We are praying together. We are sharing La ilaha illallah. We are going out to celebrate. Many of my brothers and sisters are playing in the parks. And people are saying, wonderful, there are non-Muslims fighting for their rights. What are we doing to show them? We are only sometimes looking at them and saying the evil thing. But we should pray for them. May Allah guide them all. From their queen to the last one. May Allah bring them to the right path. May Allah allow them to be Muslims. And to be righteous to carry this message inshallah to Qiyamah. A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem. Bismillahi ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Ya rabbana laka alhamdu wa shukru. Ya rabbana laka alhamdu wa shukru. Ya rabbana laka alhamdu wa shukru. Kama yanbaghi li jalali wa chikru azim wa sultani. Hamdan kathiran tayyiban jazeelan. 
دائما ابدا مع خلودك يا كريم جزا الله عنا سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ما هو اهله جزا الله عنا سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ما هو اهله جزا الله عنا سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ما هو اهله جزا الله عنا والدينا خير الجزاء جزا الله عنا معلمينا خير الجزاء جزا الله عنا مشايخنا خير الجزاء نذلك اللهم يا الله 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 يا رحمن الدنيا ويا رحيم الاخره يا مفتح الابواب يا مسبب الاسباب يا حنان يا منان يا ديان يا سبحان يا سلطان يا ايمان يا احسان يا عظيم الشان يا هو يا حاضر يا من لا يغيب يا مجيب يا قريب يا سميع يا بصير يا سريع الوحى الوحى العجل العجل الاجابه الاجابه اجب دعوتي واقضي حاجتي يا مجيب الدعوات يا قاضي الحاجات يا عالم السر والخفيات باهي شره يا ودنا يسبوت يا مجد عظائم الامور يا من لا تاخذه سنه ولا نوم يا اول يا اخر يا ظاهر يا باطن يا محيط يا جامع يا من ليس كمثله شيء وهو السميع البصير احون قافن دمحم ها امين انت ربي يا الله يا قادر يا قدير يا مقتدر يا جاعل يا امر يا مسبب يا من تقول لي شيء يكون فيكون اللهم يا سببي اذا ما تغطعت الاذباب ويا رجائي اذا ما غلقت الابواب ويا انيسي تحت طبقات التراب اسالك اللهم بالركن الايمن وبالمحراب ترفع تحت الكتاب يا الله يا عزيز يا كريم يا وهاب يا جليس الذاكرين يا انيس المنقطعين يا من انت في قلوب المنكسرين يا ارحم الراحمين يا اكرم الاكرمين يا خير الرازقين يا رب العالمين يا رب العرش العظيم يا رب الناس يا ملك الناس يا اله الناس يا الهنا واله كل شيء لها واحده لا اله الا انت سبحانك ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اغفر اللهم لنا ولوالدينا ولمشايخنا ولمن علمنا ولمن له حق علينا وللسائر المحروم ولكافه المسلمين اجمعين اللهم رب اشفنا واشف مرضانا ومرضى المسلمين اغفر اللهم لنا ولموتانا وموتى المسلمين وانصر اللهم الاسلام والمسلمين يا رب هيئ لنا من امرنا رشدا واجعل معونتك الحسنى لنا مددا بالاولياء بالصالحين بجمعهم من جاءنا القران عنهم مرشدا فرج بفضلك يا الهي كربنا يا خير مد الانام له يدا اللهم انا نسالك سلطانا نصيرا وحظا عظيما واجرا وفيرا وتجاره لن تبور وفقنا اللهم توفيقا مطلقا وارزقنا حلالا طيبا واسعا بلا كد تجب اللهم دعاءنا بلا رد واتنا اللهم كلمه لا ترد وادخلنا اللهم الجنه بغير حساب يا الله يا عزيز يا كريم يا وهاب ربنا هب لنا من ازواجنا وذرياتنا قره اعين واجعلنا للمتقين اماما ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار ربنا لا تذق قلوبنا بعد اذ هديتنا وهبنا لمن لدنك رحمه انك انت الوهاب ربنا عليك توكلنا واليك انبنا واليك المصير اللهم انك عفو كريم تحب العفو فاعف عنا يا مقلب القلوب والابصار ثبت قلوبنا على دينك رب عنا على ذكرك وشكرك وطاعتك وحسن عبادتك اللهم ربنا اجعل جمعنا هذا جمعا مباركا مرحوما واجعل تفرقنا من بعده تفرقا معصوما ولا فينا ولا معنا ولا منا شقيا ولا محروما اي اسك الله سبحانه وتعالى فور ايفري بودي هو اسك تو براي فور ذيم اي اسك الله تو جيف هيلينج تو ذوز هو ار سيك ذوز هو ار سيك ويك ما الله جيف ذيم ويك ذوز هو ار امبلويد ما الله امبلويد ذيم Those who are seeking marriage, may Allah give them. Those who are married, may Allah give them children. Those who have children, may Allah allow them to raise them as good Muslims. And those who are having troubles, whatever it is, may Allah remove it for them. Our brothers and sisters all over the world, may Allah remove their suffering. May Allah remove their suffering. May Allah remove their suffering. Wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa sallim. As-salatu wa sallamu alayka ya Sayyidi ya Rasulullah. Salatu wa sallamu alayka ya Sayyidi ya Nabi Allah. Salatu wa sallamu alayka ya Sayyidi ya Habib Allah. Salatu wa sallamu alayka ya Imam al-Mursaleen. Salatu wa sallamu alayka ya Khatam al-Nabiyyin. صلاة والسلام عليك يا شفيع المذنبين صلاة والسلام عليك يا خير خلق الله أجمعين ألف صلاة وألف سلام عليك وعلى آل بيتك أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الفاتحة بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين نعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين كل عام وأنتم بخير جزاكم الله خير السلام عليكم